it's my lifestyle, it's my lifestyle. <laughs> welcome, welcome to the Grounds Crew, a podcast covering all things baseball. We're brought to you by Baseball Lifestyle. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back for another episode of the Grounds Crew. If you're just listening, make sure you hit that subscribe button and leave us a review. We appreciate you guys. I'm joined by my host today, as always. Bill Rom, what's up? And we got a great conversation today. Uh, more, more of a question. Um, I think uh, one of the bigger questions, especially last year, um, because no one was inducted into the Hall of Fame last year. First time in a very long time that it happened. Um, and the issue was that there were some people on the ballot who people regard as cheaters who, who don't think they should be in the Hall of Fame. And there's a wide, wide spread of people who also think they should be in the Hall of Fame. Um, so I want to get into it first. My, my first guy and someone who I absolutely think is a no-doubt Hall of Famer, regardless of what is is on his record, Barry Bonds. The home run king, one of the most feared hitters in the history of baseball. I, I just, I hate that he's not a, a Hall of Famer right now. Yeah, I think that looking back at, at his numbers and some of the things that he did as a hitter, uh, I just don't think, it's, it's like we talked a few episodes ago, a lot of people of the current generation don't even recognize how good Albert Pujols was. Mm-hmm. And as good as Albert Pujols was, he wasn't as good as Barry Bonds. Yep. And to like conceptualize that like Albert Pujols' first 10 years in the league were better than Mike Trout's first 10 years in the league, mm-hmm. to, to, if, to hear that, for somebody to hear that, at that time... Pujols was a better hitter than Trout, and he was not the best hitter in baseball. Yep. Because Barry existed. So, the year he hit 71, or 73. 73. 73. What was his What was his numbers? Okay. So, 73 bombs. He batted. Where's 73? Where did, where did it go? Uh, he batted 328 with a 515 on base percentage leading the league. And 863 slugging and a 1379 OPS. So 1379. Yep. Is also hold on. This is a fun stat. Wow. Sorry. He was intentionally walked 35 times. So that's not even the most. That's that's not the most times he. That's not the most times. His most times in a season was 2004. 120 intentional walks. So like so good. That was the year after. No, he hit 73 in 2001, so that's three years later. So three years later. So what was his year? Give so, me that year. Okay, wait, Because that year is even sillier for different reasons. Well, well, well hold on. I, I want to stick with intentional walks. Okay. Progressively, from 2000 to 2004, he went from 22 intentional walks to 35 to 68 to 61 to 120. He was consistently being walked more because he was only getting better. His OPS, he led the league from 2000 to 2004, uh, all over, except for 2003, all over 1,300 OPS. So, like, no one does that. Nope, nobody does that. And I I don't care very much Mm -hmm. about steroids. Uh... I personally think that steroids absolutely helped players hit more home runs. Right? Yep. I'm I'm here for it, sure. I understand. Yep. I also know that steroids helped people throw the baseball harder. 
I know that HGH made it that pitchers got injured less. Yep. So because they got injured less or they recovered from injury faster because they were taking HGH, that I have to look at that whole entire era and just recognize what it was. So I, I don't know if it was you and I who was discussing this, but the reason why baseball is such an odd sport compared to the other ones mm-hmm. is because so much of our nation's history is tied through the game because of how long the game has been played. Mm-hmm. So the entirety of the 1900s, anything that happened in our nation impacted the play of baseball. So with celebrities, with great players, through World War One, through World War Two, through any war we've gone through, baseball's been there. Yep. And then with segregation and having black players play the game, baseball was there. The other sports weren't. So you have a situation where there was so much more placed on baseball as the prime sport during the development of we now know of our nation's history. So we think about newspapers and their prevalence and then media in general. And I know that this sounds funny, but guys, television. Television happened after baseball. Yep. Like, to to conceptualize that because of it, there's eras of the game that are wildly different than each other. And I think that with people now feeling self-important about their role in selecting who is a Hall of Famer, mm-hmm. with the writers being so self-important and self-righteous, mm-hmm. that they're making decisions based off of their own fandom and their own sense of policing the game. Yeah. And... My my challenge with a guy like Barry is he was a dick to the writers mm-hmm. before. So a lot of them have this feeling that this is my chance to tell him, hey, th- you didn't give me the time of day. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to vote for you into the Hall of Fame. How you like that? So you snubbed me one time in 1988. So you'll never be a Hall of Famer. Ha! It doesn't matter how good you are. I write words for a living. Yep. Like, wow. The fact that the... And, 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 and the old Teddy Roosevelt, like, man in the arena. Mm-hmm. And being judged. And at least he's got the balls to step in the arena and put himself out there and do the thing. Mm-hmm. Barry Bonds' numbers are nuts. He was great. He played in an era that is tainted by this thing. But what are we going to talk about? Like, then you got, are you going to throw away every world series? Cause I don't know. Everybody had a, a guy cheating on their team. So did that era just not exist? Are we going to mm-hmm. throw it all out? Oh no. Well, there were, there were guys who took nothing. How do you know? Why? Cause they weren't part of a, of a ring. They mm-hmm. weren't go with the, they weren't with Balco. Like they were going to somebody else. Yep. 
you don't we know the people we know when we have limited information and we take it that we know everything mm-hmm. because of secondary and third hand information mm-hmm. it all has to get thrown out yeah and you have another guy on the list who ties perfectly into this with Pete Rose and should he be a Hall of Famer? The answer to all the guys we're going to talk about today from me is yes. Okay. Pete Rose gambled on the game. Yes, he did. Now, FanDuel, DraftKings, gambled on the game, talk shows, guys doing parlays. Pro Sports loves gambling. Loves Loves gambling. gambling. Loves it. So we're still talking about something that was bad that everybody didn't really care about Mm -hmm. that's like looking at prohibition and being like well this person was arrested for drinking alcohol well yeah but then prohibition ended and you you love drinking your white claw yeah like why are you upset that they well they shouldn't have done it when it wasn't okay like really yeah like some things were just dumb to begin with and yeah, for me, like, it's such a shame that the game is being, like, the history of the game is being rewritten by people who don't want to write about it, and they want to live on with ghosts of people who weren't as good as they even thought they were, mm-hmm. right? Lawrence Taylor was on drugs most of the games he was in, and he's he's a Hall of Famer, yep. but Josh Gordon smokes weed, and he can't play in a effing game in the NFL. Like, we are such hypocrites all the time with sports yeah and just throw that away how did that dude play compared to anyone else in his era mm-hmm. oh absolutely positively the greatest their hall of fame yeah especially like i understand like the to some degree the argument of barry bonds cheating quote unquote yeah i get it i get that but the fact that pete rose has essentially been thrown out of the game for one thing and still is one of the greatest, if not the greatest hitter of all time. It, it feels like time's up with that. Pete was a dick. For sure. And that's, again, the thing. Yep. is He's being kept out because of personality. Yep. And not because of anything else. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, it, it's funny that we all... The, like, the guy who's really, like, re redone his entire image is Alex Rodriguez. Sure has. And A-Rod came straight up and was like, yep, completely messed up. I did all these bad things. I'm sorry. Then won a World Series for the Yankees, and then everybody realized that he was a, just a, a good dude who was having fun, loves the game, mm-hmm. and as soon as he was done with it, dove all the way into it even more. Like, how could I be all the ways in the game because I love this? Mm-hmm. So people have, don't care. Yeah, like, nobody cares. Now he's going to get to the Hall of Fame voting soon Mm -hmm. and we're going to bring this whole conversation back up absolutely but because he has done this whole thing i'm curious because now his image like i mean he's on he's on lb network he's on he does espn sunday night baseball yes there is definitely the divergence of what did barry bonds do post-career what did a-rod do and yes a-rod is he's become baseball's sweetheart honestly and it's i love to that's awesome but you are you gonna but maintain is that gonna be, your hypocrisy? And, that, and that's what the I hate. I hate the whole writers vote in general. I think it needs to be altered. It's yeah, tough. I think it's, the only people who should be voting for the Hall of Fame are other Hall of Famers mm-hmm. and a consortium of people 
who take those votes and nominations into heart. Mm-hmm. And those people who are the, the baseball people yeah. are voted on by current players, former players. Okay. I like that. Because if current players... Is it like an ever-changing thing or once ever you're changing, in, you're in? Ever okay, cha- cool. No, no, no. I think this is good. the Supreme good. Court. Yes. Because ultimately, if you are if you are ixnaying people out of the game mm-hmm. because you have this entitlement that you can't lose your position, mm-hmm. you inherently make... Like, if I can't ever lose my job, mm-hmm. I can choose hard lines because I don't need to bend. Right. But I also have my own bias that isn't necessarily right. Mm-hmm. So you might honor that, oh, he's a man of principle because he, he, he doesn't move from his hard lines. What if my hard lines are asshole lines? Like, then I'm not a man of principle. Yeah. I'm a freaking asshole. Yeah. And I'm cursing a lot today. I got the heat. <laughs> yeah, you're, it's because I got burned it. by I, coffee this I said morning. the podcast first, right? but I said we're fine. Like, so, so like, to, I think that if the current players, because the current players could look at it and be like, hey, we want to put this guy in as a voter mm-hmm. because if we put this guy in as a voter, we as players value his belief and we also know how I'm playing the game. Mm-hmm. I think this person's going to do a great job of putting in Hall of Fame classes. Yeah. And then former players can also look at it and be like, I potentially could be. My contemporaries who I played against will all be judged by this person. So all the former players get to vote. Mm-hmm. Now we have a group of people. Yep. Then we have the other Hall of Famers. And then we have the players. We, we, we have nominations. We have the players get to where they're going to be. And then this group of people who's voted on by active and former players mm-hmm. decides the Hall of Fame class. And like if that. you don't, if you think they're doing a terrible job of deciding the Hall of Fame class, guess what? We get to revote them or vote in, in and out every two and a half years, mm-hmm. right? Every three years. You get three Hall of Fame classes to decide, and you're on there. And then you rotate it. Mm-hmm. You say, hey, they, these guys are going to be— keeps, a, keeps it fresh, keeps everyone open-minded. These four guys are up this year. These four guys next year. These four guys next year. Mm-hmm. So that every year there's an opportunity for there to be an exchange. But then if there's people who love the game and they're talking about the game and they have influence on the game and they're not in the group, they can put their hat in the ring. I, I want to be part of this— I want to be part of the selection committee. The only thing I would say is you cannot be a part of the selection committee if you're a potential yeah, that Hall makes of sense. Famer, after, if you're on the ballot. After five years or after whatever, ten years, I think, once the players can – as of this setup, after yeah. – Yes. Totally I also agree. hate that. that the, the time frame? Or that the if you that, don't get it by this time, you're gone. Well, it's the players can vote you in after the right, fight. But, but like, yes, I but do agree. We, I think that's dumb. If the players can vote you in, then that's what they should always be. Agreed. Like the people who are actually doing the, the damn thing, who were inspired by the people who are going to be, those people should be selecting it. We suck at baseball compared to these people. Yep. We have no idea the trials and tribulations that go into the game. We have a fractional idea. Mm-hmm. These guys know. If they know and they look at it and they're like, this dude, cool. Who was the most overrated player b- based by the players forever? Derek Jeter. Voted every year most overrated player in the game. Mm-hmm. But fans in New York don't want to hear it. But yeah, the the secondary fans are like, yeah, no, that makes sense. He's not. He's clearly not better than even his own teammate right next to mm-hmm. him. Right? And he's this because of a, of a they won a bunch when he was young. Yep. And it made Yankees fans euphoric. Mm-hmm. Great. He's a great all-time player, but overrated for sure by by media. Mm-hmm. 
the players knew. We all inherently know, but nobody wants to hear it. Let the players, current and former, decide who are their idols. Who are the people who are the best? Because they know. Yeah. Who did you not want to throw the ball to? Every pitcher from 1988 to 2004 would tell you, if I told you that you were going to ha- you had to choose between Barry Bonds at his peak mm-hmm. and Mike Trout today for your life, you, one of those guys you have to get out, who would you pitch against? The entire world. Was Mike, Mike Trout. Trout. Mike like, Trout. Almost like 80%. Hey, bro, if that's the case, it's done. Yep. He's Hall of Famer. Get get it there and get it done. I think separate from like the cheating that the, the, the current crop of guys need to get their egos out the door mm-hmm. and just put guys into the Hall of Fame, because the fact that nobody made the Hall of Fame and these guys are available to potentially be in, you are such a fuck a clown school. Like, I'm done with all of there you. Was You're one, out. There was only one guy who was even close, and it was Kurt Schilling. And I think he could be a Hall of Famer easily. And to me, Kurt Schilling is even, like, the Hall of Very Good. Yeah. And, like, he had some dominant years, and you're going to make me look up his stats, but, like, the 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 dude is another guy who, like, it's because he bled through a sock that we're like, oh, yeah, that, that bleeding sock is, like, the thing. So, age 34, age 34, he won 22 games. Mm-hmm. And at a 2.98 ERA... And in 256 innings, he struck out 293 guys. But he gave up 37 home runs. Now, really, that he is a, a great pitcher, great player. The next year, that, that, that amazing Arizona team, he did great. Then he goes to Boston. He's really solid. But his last three seasons, his best ERA was a 3.87. Mm-hmm. He had a 3.26 with Boston in 2004. He is a really, really sub, but he's a guy who I hate in baseball mm-hmm. that they overvalue accumulated yep. stats. Yep. Like, I don't care what you accumulated. Mm-hmm. You got blessed with the genetics or the luck or the whatever that he played from 1988 till 2008. In 20 years, if you were average, like, you're going to have great numbers. Mm-hmm. Like, you could be the number, like, Andy Pettit was a really solid player. Mm-hmm. If he played for 20 straight years at that level, you're going to look great. Yeah. But, like, I don't look at him and go, wow, you were a legendary. Mm -hmm. I never want – I don't think anybody in the game ever was like, you know who I really don't want to go against? Kurt Schilling. Yeah. So a guy who is never the best player on – in his his era, and I actually don't think he was ever the best player on his team, Mm pitcher-wise, especially late in his career. Randy Johnson was better than he was. Pedro Martinez was better than he was. Yeah. So what are we talking about? So like, if we're looking at it, you were never you were the number two starter for a bunch of teams that were really good. Mm-hmm. Why are you a Hall of Famer? Yeah. So like, if he's on the ballot, but we're not talking about Roger Clemens, stop. Yeah. They're the same. They're roughly in the same age mm-hmm. ballpark, right? They're not too far off from each other. Yeah. A lot of their careers crossed over, and Roger was far and away better. Mm-hmm. Rap, well, what we talk about. Here, so here's the thing, too, is that regardless of if you actually think he is or not, there was a good amount of people who did vote for him. But when he, I think he didn't get in by like a small percentage point, and then he called out the Hall of Fame system of how the voting is, and he said, "Yo, listen, this is my, this is about to be my fifth year on the ballot, upcoming. I want to recuse myself because this system's stupid. It's broken. Like I don't care. I'm done. 
thanks guys bye yeah and i and it i know there was a lot of conversation after that frankly i wish we had our podcast to talk about it when it was actually happening in real time r.i.p r.i.p um that a lot of people were like you know you're not wrong. You got Roger Clemens, Barry Bonds not getting even like not. They're what's still the, needing, like, what's the line? What's the line again? I believe it's. I, I want to say it's like sixty-eight percent or some some weird number. I forget. To exactly stay on the ballot. Oh, is there? Uh, yeah, there's something like that. But then there's also like a weird number for actually to get across the line too. Because it. Listen, you know, Dennis, if you were over there doing like the analysis for us <laughs> and pulling up the stat lines for us, and, and we were trying to kill dead space. Deeds, I love you, man. It. We're listen. We're this is this is a huge conversation because the the we want to change this. Like, and I think a lot of people do. And I like the concept of having younger. Like, that's really what I think it is. Is you need younger people making decisions about this. Like, the fact that you have people like NBA is a good example. Like, Chris Paul, LeBron James handle, like, NBA Player Association stuff, and it's not just, like, some, like, retired player that's at the top of that. I think that's a good a good thing. You have someone who's actually in it making decisions. Like, if you had, if you told me 10 years from now Albert Pujols was the one heading the Hall of Fame committee, I would respect the shit out of that. I think that's a perfect guy. You're talking about, like, a generational guy who's, who's like, a big brother to the entire league. I think that makes sense. Do you agree? No. No? Or who's a, who's a generational guy that you'd want to head that committee? I don't think that it has to even just be a generation. Like, it could have been a guy who is just a good player, mm-hmm. but is a good a good mind. Okay. And, and is and is more fair than not. Like, and I, I think that we get caught up in who was the biggest celebrity. Mm-hmm. And the biggest celebrity is the guy who is going to lead the committee. I don't think that's necessarily the right thing. Because, like, the biggest guy didn't have as much connection to all the other people Mm -hmm. you know like you're in your own little bubble like trout's transcendently good to the point that like yeah you're the leader de facto because you're a legend but like i wouldn't want mike trout defending me in any situation Mm -hmm. i feel like you're not a strong presence and voice sure trevor bauer people might hate the dude Mm -hmm. right for a lot of the things he says and like i punk him for a lot of the dumb ish that he tends to do Mm -hmm. but if i really were looking at it his overarching points, if not the way he gets there, I like and I agree with. Because he looks at the game and goes, yo, we need to just have more fun, right? But some of the stuff he does is just so over the top and just seems so try-hard that I just don't like that. But he's a really good player. He's not a Hall of Famer, right? But he's a really good player now. Mm-hmm. I don't look at him as anybody in the league looks at Trevor Bauer as like, oh, he's the leader of men of us. Like, no, like sure. he's a dude who has good, cele- he's pushing the needle on a lot of things. He's a really solid player. But if I was saying who's going to change this, I'd want Bauer to be the guy because mm-hmm. he'll sit there and argue with the decision makers currently in place and tell them that they're being idiots. Okay. So I'd rather a guy like that than like Derek Jeter. Because, like, Jeter, just there's no pressure on Jeter. Everybody, everyone, quote-unquote, likes right. him. Like, no, I, I don't want that. Mm-hmm. I, I want the guy that will fight. Yes. That guy. Yep. Who is he? I might not even know who he is. The rest of the league does. Sure. That's why, again, the That's players the know. The, lead, players the players know. know. Yep. Like, stay there. So, Schilling, so to get in the Hall of Fame, you need 75% of the votes. Uh, Schilling got 70%. 
and that he needed uh he he needed 16 there, so there were there were 14 blank ballots people just be, which i think is just come if on. you don't know if you don't vote if you don't vote you lost your vote. I think, yeah. That's, I think you have to. So Shelly was sixteen votes short. If you have a vote and you don't vote, you're you are out as a voter. Yeah, that's because that's it's just such again like. Like, why do you, you have you, the privilege then? Yeah, exactly. Why should we give you this access? If to you're just gonna, gonna be petty like that, say nobody. That's like saying I'm not gonna write anything about baseball today because I disagree with it, dude. You're a writer. It's your job. Mm-hmm. You're a voter. Vote. Not putting someone's name down is like asinine. And you sit there in a situation where they look at the situation and go, you know, from what we heard, he's going to be a Hall of Famer if I vote for him. So I'm going to just not vote because I don't want to not vote for him. So if I just don't vote, it was just me sending a message that, hey, in the future, you're, you're not this round, but next round, then I'll vote for you. You're an asshole. Yeah. You're, you're manipulating this vote to just be a, 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 a dick. And it's just such an <laughs> annoying part of the game. And I'm hyped about this whole season because a lot of the dickitude is being forced out. Yeah. And we're having fun and the, things are going on. Like, the game is being promoted and it's, like, the most fun I've even had, like, looking at the game in a long while mm-hmm. since the home runs with Sammy Sosa and Mark McGuire. Like, yep. there's fun, there's storylines, there's things, there's personality. Like, now let's just get the 69-year-old vote, the 74-year-old baseball writer who still has a vote, who doesn't want to vote for a guy because he's not as good as Mickey Mantle. Like, mm-hmm. I want to punch you in the mouth. <laughs> I don't care that you're old. Shut up! Like, why is this a thing? Like, when guys don't vote for a guy so he's not a unanimous Hall of Famer, Mm -hmm. you're such a... Well, he doesn't deserve to be... Who was it? It was a Jeter or Mariano. There was one guy who didn't vote, so it wasn't unanimous. It was Jeter? Yeah, yeah. Mariano was. Mariano was unanimous. So you looked at Jeter, and you in your head, you know he's a... But you don't think he's a unanimous. Mm. Okay, so if I ask you. I think it was a blank ballot. If I I went like this and I said, I'm going to shoot you in the head. If he makes it, if the other voters vote for him and he makes it into the Hall of Fame and you don't, I'm going to shoot you. Right? (laughs) Do you think he's a Hall of Famer? They would say, I voted for him. I'm safe. (laughs) But now, now because there's no threat, you can't lose your vote. Nobody gives you. There's no threat for you. Mm -hmm. You're just like. Ah, like, no! Yeah. What? You lost the vote. You're out. You ruined the game. Like, yep. you're, you're, you're just, it's you deciding for every fan. Yep. Oh, well, I'm a writer, so I am the voice of the people. No, you're not. You're the voice of what happens to the game I couldn't go to. Yeah. I don't need you to tell me about things I know. I need you to tell me about the things that I didn't see happen. Oh, you found a great personal story about somebody. Excellent. I'd love to read deeply about this. But don't get it twisted. You're not important. We have, and I won't mention a name, I reached out not too long ago to a guy who is a relatively... Well-known. Well-known sports writer, Mm -hmm. right? Um, we'll, 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 We'll say his name is 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 uh uh teeth paw and that guy i reached out to and he 
was such a jerk. And he did it in a way that was so self-important. And it's like, dude, I get that in your life, you work really, really hard to become a writer somewhere. Mm -hmm. And because of a platform you were on, you have a lot of followers for yourself. Because yeah. you have like 10% of what we have. Mm -hmm. So like your self-importance about your job, like I have no time for any of this because I am... I am great. Mm -hmm. Like, dude, you're uh, just a baseball writer. Yeah. You what? What are you talking about? Like, your goal is to get the most people to read the words you write, so you make more money. Mm -hmm. That's it. Do not impact who is the future of the game with a vote. You're given way too much responsibility, and you have no idea how to wield it. Yep. And I obviously have a lot to say about the Hall of Fame. And this will come back to forget cheating, forget all the other stuff. Mm -hmm. A player who is going to be on the cusp of the Hall of Fame is going to be Der uh, uh, Jacob deGrom. Yes, he is. And Jacob deGrom, if he pitches two more years, is potentially not going to be a Hall of Famer because he won't have pitched very long. Mm -hmm. He came up, he was 26 years old, and... He's currently 32. So he hasn't really been in the league that long, right? In that time, he was the rookie of the year. He's got two Cy Young. Should have had a third. He'd be going on to his fourth. He's going to win it this year. Mm -hmm. Look at the NFL. Terrell Davis was a running back for the Denver Broncos who had to retire because of crippling migraines. In one of the Super Bowls, he had a migraine so bad he could not see. They put him in the game, did a play action off of it. He got absolutely lit up, and they threw a touchdown pass. And he won rings. He won two rings, led the league in rushing a couple times, had a 2,000-yard rushing season. He was amazing. And the NFL put him in because they looked at more than just did you accumulate statistics. How many years was he in the league? Six. Okay. Where he actually produced any semblance of stats, I think maybe eight total seasons. Would that like six to eight probably be like the shortest someone has been in the league and made it to the Hall of Fame? There was a lot. There was a lot of people going up and down um, about what he should be, where he should go, mm -hmm. what, what things were going to go. Yeah, so he really only had four seasons. Okay, he was in for seven. Gotcha. Um, yeah, I'd be curious. I, I I don't know where I could like look and, that and up the shortest amount of time someone was in baseball but, and made it to the Hall. So the, the 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 comp that I've heard for, um, and I'm gonna blank on his name and I and I I, Phillies pitcher. A couple years ago, Roy Holiday. Roy Holiday. Yeah. Roy Holiday is the comp. Roy Holiday came up, had to go back to the minors, had to work on his craft, then came back up and was a stud for ten years. Mm -hmm. You're you're pulling the stats up now. Yeah. Tell me that if I'm if I. If I hit those those notes correct, so he's from uh, was in the league from ninety eight to twenty thirteen, right? But like, look at his stats in the early part of his career. Uh, he didn't really have as many innings because no, he went up and down. But eleven starts in two thousand, he had a ten six ERA. Yep. Ninety nine, he had a four ERA, and then yeah, he kind of started getting better in two thousand one. He so, he figured it out so, and then started going back. So two thousand and one until when was he great? Great, not just pitching. Great wasn't really great honestly he wasn't great until like 2008 and he had a 278 a 279 244 235 and then his last couple years he was eh. 
So that guy had some flashes of greatness, mm. and I think that's the comp that people are using even with it. Right? Perfect yeah. games, all the things that he did. That's the comp, but like if 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 DeGrom to me retired after this year. He also has seven Cy Youngs. If if DeGrom to me retired after this year, mm-hmm. right? He's a Hall of Famer. And what am I using as the crux of that? And I'm using the, the thing I'm using for that is pretty consistently since the time he came into the league, he's been great. And since 2018, so 18, 19, 20, 21, mm-hmm. he's the best pitcher in baseball. He's the best. Don't care who you are, where you're at. So a four-year run, you dominate the league. And for a seven-year run, you're one of the top 10, 15 mm-hmm. guys in, in total numbers. Like His number since he came up, the person he comps against the best in this time mm-hmm. is the entire career of Johan Santana. And Johan's another guy who's a borderline case because mm-hmm. he didn't pitch for very long. Yep. And he was a flash, and then he went away. Dude, that's like, guys, they're they're better than everybody else for a stretch of time. Mm-hmm. Why does every guy have to play 15 years in, in the game? Yeah, and I think it's important to note, too, like you're saying, the last few years he's been the greatest pitcher in the game. But not only that, but he's been, his skill has been some of the greatest ever. Like the like the level of domination. Like there's the greatest pitcher in the game, and then there's the things that Jacob Degrom was doing. Yes, he made the entire league look stupid. Yes, and he continues to continues to. And, so and that's where I say I think the people who will say, oh no, maybe he doesn't have to accumulate the numbers, but he needs a couple more years of being the guy that's the greatest ever. And but, and, I, and I and I disagree with that. And that's my thing. I think if you're talking about you want to put him, we're having the annals of the greatest ever. Mm-hmm. He won't get it if he retired after this year. Yes. But if he continues what's currently on the docket for what this year is looking like, mm-hmm. right this second, um, and we take that as the comp. So right now, if we go Jacob DeGrom's numbers for this season, he's, we all know the best pitcher in the league in terms of what his numbers kind of look like. He's sitting at a .51 ERA. So with a, <laughs> so he's at a .51 ERA. He's at a .57 WHIP. For people who don't know, it's walks and hits per innings pitched, which means that he's letting up half of anyone getting on base. So literally one person gets on base every two innings. So these are also professionals he plays against, just in case anybody yep. was wondering. He's not going against me and Josh, and we're not able to get – we're getting a .45 whip against him. No. Um, so in, in, in this season thus far, and in 35 innings pitched, he's sitting on 59 strikeouts. So he's made – he has as many strikeouts as, as Trevor Bauer in three less starts. Mm-hmm. Guys. I he's the he's gonna win the Cy Young. He's gonna be this for the rest of the year, Cy Young. But he's going to to champion himself potentially against a guy like Pedro Martinez's 1999 2000 seasons. If you want to mm-hmm. look up the stats, it's the best two times a pitcher has ever had in the history of baseball. Especially when you consider that it was the middle of the steroid era. We'll have another conversation about we, that. We definitely day. will with a guest at some point. With our guest, with our they guest, will, they will have a retort he, for that. He's upset. Um, 
But Jacob Jacob's currently having one of the maybe the five best seasons in the history of baseball right this second. If this continues this way, mm-hmm. where it's maybe the best singular pitching season a pitcher has ever had, on top of the history that he had had coming into his Cy Youngs and everything else, mm-hmm. he could retire tomorrow and he better be a first ballot Hall of Famer. There is nothing you can tell me, nothing that takes that away. You'll have multiple Cy Youngs, multiple All-Stars. You're talking about a Rookie of the Year and maybe the single best pitching performance ever, one of the ones that's going to be also in the argument. Also quite possibly an MVP candidate this year. Done. He could walk away. He could go and have a 5 ERA for the rest of his career, and I don't care. He's a Hall of Famer. You cannot let the, – the people who live in the year 3000 mm-hmm. need to know that this guy existed when they played the game. Just like people now need to know about the Phil Necros, right? Who you, you some kids can't remember who guys the Tom Seavers, the Dwight Goodens, people that you don't know, the Sandy Koufaxes, right? People who are from the history of the game. Mm-hmm. You need to know that they existed in a blip of time with how dominant they were. And that dominance in a window is what makes you a Hall of Famer. Yep. It should not be the accumulation of longevity because it is so much out of the hands of your skill and talent. Mm-hmm. And hanging someone's skill and talent on, well, they were great for 12 years, 15 years, right? Guys, no. If you were the best player in the league three years, three years ever, best player in the league, Hall of Famer. You, how? How could you win an MVP and not, like, multiple mm-hmm. times and not be a Hall of Famer? Yeah. That just sounds insane. Mm-hmm. But baseball, it's possible. Right, because you from age twenty three to twenty six could win three straight Cy Youngs, and then just be okay, be a three five ERA guy, win a bunch of games, but not get any of the other like peripheral stats, mm-hmm. and not make it, and then be like, mm, yeah, dominant, but fell off a cliff and wasn't the same player quickly after that. Yeah, right? I would say so. I like this comp for Roy Halladay. So he had seven years where he was dominant. A God. And, and that's in a ten year gap. He he was that. So I, I'm I'm saying that I think Degrom ultimately will put together a ten year run, mm-hmm. and that ten year run takes him up through the 2023 season. So if he does this year and then mm-hmm. two more years, he's a stone cold lead pipe lock that he's a a Hall of Famer. Yeah. The the biggest thing to me is I think he should be after this year if we weren't holding on to these. Weird-ass beliefs as a voting block mm-hmm. on what makes a Hall of Fame, Which will still exist, unfortunately, at that time. But I also think if you compare him to someone who's still playing, he's a, he has a, very poten- a lot of potential to be Verlander Scherzer. Of You just keep pitching, and yeah, you may not be the peak-peak, but you're still a great arm. Yeah. You're still going to just keep going, keep throwing. And we're only talking about it. he's somehow still getting better. Well, so, and again, that goes back. When you make your debut at 26 and you were a college shortstop, mm-hmm. he just doesn't have, he's now what other guys look like at 29. Yeah. He, he's just looking at it at 32. Yeah. So, like, if another guy was doing this at age 29 season, we'd be like, wow, he's going to then sustain this for three more, four more years. He's easily going to be in the conversation of the greatest all time. But because we're so caught up in his age and how long it was, mm-hmm. people are, there's even conversation that that's on the fence. Like, Guys, what he's doing right now is better than most people have ever done in the history of baseball. Yep. He's a Hall of Famer. But this crazy-ass how you get to Hall of Fame, like, who would you rather have to hit against for your life? Kurt Schilling or DeGrom? 
That's a real question. It's going to be Kurt Schilling. I'd rather, at, at, at his best, Kurt Schilling versus any of the last four years, Jacob DeGrom's are worse than any of the last four years, Jacob DeGrom's. Absolutely. He's never been. So how could that guy even be? Yeah. And Jake couldn't. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a level of dominance that I think I'd rather see guys that dominant mm -hmm. and show me the dominance, and I don't care about the time. Yeah. Because, uh, again, I, I don't think he is because of the rules. Mm -hmm. But a guy who I think is on the fence, for me, of he's a borderline Hall of Famer, if you look at his his window, was David Wright. Mm -hmm. And, like, David Wright's career was, was tragically cut short due to a spine injury and a whole bunch of things that then stemmed off of that mm -hmm. where he wasn't able to make his way back on the field. But there was a run from the time he was 20 till he was 30 that he was the best third baseman in baseball. Yeah. So you had a 10-year sustained run of all-star level, multiple gold gloves, borderline MVP. He's on the fence. He's definitely a Mets Hall of Fame. But, like, that guy, because he just wasn't able to play until he was 40, like some other guys, mm -hmm. no, you're not a Hall of Famer because, you know, your body You're in the Hall of Very Good. Oh, you my Atlanta, yeah. guys. Yeah. What are we talking about? Like, Guys get lucky. Like, Jeter probably should have stopped playing the game five years sooner. He wasn't that good anymore. Mm -hmm. But he accumulated all these stats that then become these counting stats mm -hmm. that just are a function of yeah, I mean, the Yankees somebody kinda... was willing to let you play and you just didn't get hurt enough that you were fine. Yeah. That's like saying, again, I joke around with people all the time, Robert Ori is the greatest basketball player that ever lived. I don't know who that is, to be honest with you. So Robert Ori, I think, has uh, uh, 11 rings or something like that. 11 <laughs> rings. So how does Robert Ori have 11 rings? He played for the Spurs, the Bulls, and the Lakers through the late 80s, through the, the early 90s. 2000s. So if you guys don't know, those three teams won 15 titles across themselves. Mm -hmm. So he was on 11 of those 15 teams. He was a key contributor. Well, so does does Jordan have more rings than Ori? No. Does Kobe? Nope. Does Shaq? Nope. Does Tim Duncan? Nope. Does Scottie Pippen? Mm-mm. If you put, if you put uh, Jordan and Tim Duncan together, they have less rings than Robert Ory by himself. Mm -hmm. So again, Robert Ory is the best. We know that's not true because <laughs> performance mattered, right? It wasn't yeah. just the winning. It wasn't just the longevity. It's not just any single thing. I think we underput dominance mm -hmm. for Baseball Hall of Fame. Where it's like, hey, dude hit 20 home runs for, for, for 20 years. And he, he's magically got 400 home runs. Yeah, borderline, we're going to say a, a, close to a Hall of Famer. Like you hit 25 home runs for, for 20 years, every single year. You're a 500 home run. Check mark, Hall of Fame. What? You were a really solid first baseman. But, like, mm -hmm. you were never close to the top five guy. But you accumulated. It shouldn't be that way. Yeah. Baseball is broken there. Mm -hmm. And if they can fix that by getting in. Pete, getting in Barry, getting in Roger Clemens, right? The game will be better for it because people need to know they existed. Talk about the steroids. Don't avoid it. Be like, yo, they dominated the steroid era and they used it. I think it, but they were so yes. fucking good. So it 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 will come down to baseball acknowledging, like in this time period, 
we're going to assume that most of these people were cheating. It's going to be accepted. We're going to let it happen and move on. So we're talking that. about now with pitchers having stuff on their hands. Sure, time, right? that's that's absolutely a thing. Uh, they're not cheating, right? Oh, nobody's ever put Vaseline on a ball. No. Guys never had. There's no pine tar on the top of the no, hat, in no, the glove. Nobody ever had sandpaper in their glove that they were massaging the ball. Oh, the catcher that, had sandpaper all on the freaking shin guards. No one threw a spitball either, right? Nope, that never that happened. never happened. So, like. What are we talking about? Mm. Baseball's a game of cheating, and it always has been. Yep. Let it go. Move on. Get the people who are the best at all of the things in. And forget the Astros because they suck. I hate them. Forget, and they cheated. And they cheated. Guys, comment below who you think, who we just talked about, should be a Hall of Fame. You think Jacob DeGrom's going to be a first battle Hall of Famer? Is Barry going to get in? Is this podcast going to the Hall of Fame? All questions that we have it's for you It's definitely guys. going to the moon. I can tell you that one. To the moon. Thanks for listening, guys. We will see you next time. Make sure you like and subscribe. Love you. Baseball lifestyle. That's my lifestyle. <laughs>